Welcome to another episode of Kyle and Jake Save Sports. I am your host, Jake Dom, and joining me as he does every week here on the pod is my buddy Kyle. How's it going today, Kyle? Uh, not too shabby, Jake. How about yourself? Oh, it's going pretty good. Uh, we def- uh, Sorry we missed last week. Some scheduling conflicts led to us not being able to record. But that being said, we're excited to talk some football. We missed a lot of good football, that's for sure. Yeah, definitely. Yep, so um, I guess jumping into uh, what we do every week, uh, who's your uh, big performer, Jake? Uh, The one that really stood out to me was probably – it has to be Derek Carr. Uh, Obviously, losing John Gruden, uh, I'm going to go 2-0 over the last couple weeks. Uh, went 31 for 34, 323 yards, only threw two touchdowns, uh, but just uh, almost 91%, which was a career high. Uh, they had no Waller. Uh, Jacobs was banged up too, but uh, over seven players had three catches. So I just was really impressed with his ability to spread the ball around and kind of lead that team and really rally him up and uh, get a couple big wins over the last couple weeks. Yeah, for sure. They, uh, you know, after that really rough looking game against Chicago a couple of weeks ago, they've really kind of rallied around, um, you know, their their new interim head coach. And um, yeah, Derek Carr had a phenomenal game. It was crazy that I saw some stat that he's thrown two games of um, 90 plus percentage uh, with over 30 passes. And there's only one other quarterback to ever do that. He's done it yeah, twice. He, like, just beat his career high by, I think it was, like, point three. Um, It wasn't by very much. But, yeah, like, you know, the other game was the one you were talking about. So, pretty impressive by him. You know, he's not a guy that really gets mentioned, but uh, definitely has an arm to have some big performances like that. Yeah, for sure. Uh, So, uh, for mine this week, I actually went on the other side of the ball. Um, Deion Jones um, for the, the Falcons. He had uh, 15 tackles, three of those for a loss, uh, and one sack as well. Um, you know, playing in coverage, that was pretty impressive, and that definitely was a, a big part of them. Uh, you know, the Falcons getting their win this week, a uh, really close one against the Dolphins. Uh, that was a fun game to watch. Kyle Pitts had a lot of good plays, um, you know, on the other side. And, um, you know, surprisingly, that was a, a pretty entertaining game. That's who I had for my performer this week. Yeah, that's a good shout-out. Uh, shouting out the defensive player, uh, especially because we usually do offense. But, you know, like you said, uh, 15 tackles. And that Atlanta team in general really seems to, you know, maybe fi- figuring some things out here um, uh, as the weeks go on. Obviously, a new head coach. Uh, they definitely have some talent. You know, obviously, Kelvin Ridley. Uh, the Pattersons have been having a really good season from the backfield from them. Uh, and Kyle really came alive and kind of came the player that everyone's talking about out of the draft. So that's good to see for him. Um, and I'm excited to watch him going forward. Um, but what we want to do this week, uh, we kind of, since we missed last week, uh, we just kind of want to take a step back and kind of go through the divisions, kind of see the standings and kind of see where everyone's at. Um, is there a division that really stood out to you, Kyle, that you want to start out with? Um, yeah, not, not one, I guess, in particular. Um, I guess we'll just kind of go down the list starting uh, in the AFC. Um, we'll go with the uh, the AFC East. Um, any big shockers here for you, Jig? 
Uh, I mean, honestly, the Dolphins one and six. Uh, I don't want to spend too much time on them, but obviously, just being ten and six last year, uh, a couple weeks ago, I think we kind of talked about uh, how disappointing they've been. Uh, but the Patriots at three and four. Uh, the one thing that really stood out to me is their home field record right now. Uh, already one and four at home, uh, two and or two and zero oh on the road. Um, that's just really surprised me from a New England team. Obviously, they've had some tough opponents going there. Uh, that lost to Tampa, but. Uh, as well, those are two tough teams, but um, I, I'm just surprised to see that own um, the one and four record for them. But three and four overall, um, only one game back behind the Bills, or I guess one and a half since uh, they haven't had their bye week yet. But uh, yeah, um, and obviously with the Bills in the division, uh, if they just keep on rolling like they have been, that's going to be a tough team to catch. But I think if the Pats can keep playing like they have been, I think they can get a couple wins and keep up a little bit. Yeah, uh, pretty much nailed it there. Uh, you know, not uh, too many surprises at the top necessarily. You know, the Patriots, I thought, were pretty much right around a 500 team coming into the season. So, you know, they're right there. And obviously with that, uh, you know, kind of ran up the score on the Jets, put up 54. That was, uh, you know, definitely fun to watch. But, um, yeah, the Jets are – Jets are the Jets. They're pretty much where we expected. Um, and then, yeah, the, the Dolphins um, – yeah, big letdown after after a really encouraging season last last year. But um, you know, with all those trade talks with Watson and and you know Tua, um, it's definitely gonna probably shake some things up if if those come to fruition. Uh, absolutely. Um, and one question I do want to ask you: We didn't get a chance to talk about the Titans beating the Bills last week uh, on Monday Night Football. Uh, are you worried about the Bills, Earl, um, or do you think that's just a close loss to a pretty good Titans team? Um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm definitely not too worried about it. Um, I think they kind of, um, you know, caught the bills, uh, when they were maybe not, um, you know, maybe looking ahead a little bit in their schedule. Um, you know, obviously the, the Titans have been solid this season, but nothing, uh, you know, definitely didn't expect them to come out and beat the bills. So, um, surprised. Yes. But, you know, I, I think the Titans are solid and they, played to their their game plan um, you know pound the rock take out the the chances for uh the bills to put up points and then obviously that big fourth down stop at the end of the game to um you know really really capitalize there yeah absolutely that was a big uh stop by that titans defense uh and i, I think, do think the bills play pretty well overall obviously you know like you said uh, if they get that fourth down, that game definitely could have went the other way with how little time left was on the clock. Um, I think that's a good uh, segue in going into the AFC South. Um, the Titans are pretty close there with the Colts. Obviously, the Jaguars and the Texans are kind of after afterthought in this division. Uh, but uh, the Colts only being two games back of the tit- uh, Titans right now. Uh, obviously, they got a big divisional game this week. Uh, is there something that stands out to you in this division? Um, not, not in particular. Um, I guess it kind of lines up with what I was um, expecting mostly. I thought the the Colts might be a little bit better throughout this part of the season, but, um, you know, with some injury troubles and things and really trying to, you know, get that offensive scheme together with, with Wentz coming to town. Um, you know, I, I think the last couple of weeks they've played well and, uh, you know, might end up pushing for the division a little bit later in the year, but, uh, obviously, we'll know more this week, um, you know, how that's going to kind of shape up. Um, yeah. Yeah, and, yeah, that, that definitely is a big game this week. Um, 
And obviously, I think if the Titans win that one, they're really going to take a stranglehold on that division. Uh, you know, obviously, I think that would make them three games ahead, and that's going to be a really tough margin for the Colts to overcome as the season goes, uh, second half of the season goes on. Yeah, for sure. Um, so then I guess going into the next AFC division, we got uh, the North, which is, uh, you know, Definitely, I think some of the, the bigger surprises that we've touched on, uh, you know, through the division so far. So, what you're thinking about the AFC North? Uh, the, obviously, the team that stands out to me is the Bengals. Uh, I we kind of brought it up a couple weeks ago on the pod. Uh, we were talking that the Bengals were good, and we we're both we we're both pretty impressed with how they've been playing, but both a little skeptical. But I think over the last couple weeks, coming off that big win against the Ravens, Joe Burrow probably having the best game of his NFL career. Um, obviously 23 for 28, 416 yards, three touchdowns, did throw an interception, but overall kind of really figured out that Ravens defense there. Um, So I'm really impressed with uh, the Bengals, obviously rookie Jamar Chase, uh, having a rookie of the year type season. Uh, They got Mixon, uh, they got Higgins, they got weapons all over the place. So uh, I've just been really impressed with their performance. Yeah, for sure. They're, um, you know, Definitely with last week's win, um, you know, kind of cementing themselves in a, you know, contender scenario type deal, which, um, you know, I would have thought the Bengals probably would have been at the bottom of the division coming in. But, you know, everybody 500 or or above, um, you know, that's just telling it's a pretty good division. And, um, you know, through and through the Browns, obviously, have had some injuries and uh, not some injuries, a whole lot of injuries. Um, and then the uh, the Steelers with uh, Big Ben just not really playing as the same player that he used to be. Um, but, yeah, I was definitely really surprised last week. Uh, the Bengals pretty much dominated the Ravens, and especially after the Ravens dominating the Chargers the week before. That was um, not the outcome I was expecting for sure. Uh, yeah, and this this is definitely an interesting division. You mentioned the Browns. I mean, even with all those injuries, they're four and three. They're only one game back of both teams. So, um, and even the Steelers at three and three. Uh, I'm not a Steelers believer, but uh, the, obviously they could definitely make some noise if they can get some W's under their belt. So uh, that's definitely a good division moving forward. Uh, and I'm definitely curious to see who pulls out down the stretch. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I guess going into the last of the AFC divisions, um, another couple of surprises here. Um, what do you think about the the AFC West? Uh, I think the I think the thing that's standing out. Obviously, we've been talking about the last couple of weeks. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs three and four under five hundred through seven weeks. Um, if you would offer me great odds on that, I definitely wouldn't have took it. Uh, that's just crazy to me. Obviously, they've been struggling over the last couple of weeks, uh, getting blo- absolutely blown out against the Titans, uh, losing 27-3. to Mahomes looked bad. The offense looked bad, which hasn't even been the concern that everyone's been talking about. So now there's a whole new mess to clean up in Kansas City. Uh, what do you think of this team? Uh, yeah, it's, you know, starting to definitely be a big problem. Um, you know, I'm the first one to say that um, – you know, through the, the last couple of weeks, you know, it's, oh, they'll, they'll turn it around and they'll, uh, you know, be the Chiefs that we really know. But putting up three points, that's that's not what we're used to seeing, um, which is definitely, uh, you know, alarm bells going off there, I'm sure. Um, you know, I still think Mahomes uh, is one of the best QBs in the league and, you know, he can turn it on and, uh, you know, really make up ground in the division and, you know, we're 
you know, possibly make a you know wild card appearance, but that would be a probably a wild card team in January that you would not want to face. Um, you know, especially if they go on a run here. But um, you know, elsewhere in the division, you got the the Raiders, which have been a big surprise. Uh, like we touched on them a little bit. Uh, two big weeks back to back, two big wins. Um, and then the uh, the Chargers with their bye last week, um, you know, kind of holding steady there. Um, probably one of the best places for a bye for them just because of how they performed against the Chargers. Um, you know, so they got a, a big chance to hopefully bounce back. Um, and uh, we'll see kind of what they're what they are going forward. Uh, yeah, obviously, you know, I've talked about the Raiders and uh, kind of the resiliency they've shown losing their head coach and kind of the ability, uh, arguably their best football so far through two weeks. So, uh, and obviously having the injuries they did. So, uh, and obviously the Chargers, they were on a bye last week. So I'm really curious to see how they play against the Patriots this week coming out. Uh, obviously they losing the Ravens. That's probably not the best taste in your mouth going, going into the bye. So uh, I could definitely see them coming out and uh, kind of trying to fix some things up, hopefully, and, uh, you know, playing some better football than they were. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then the Denver, you know, um, losing four straight after that hot start to open, um, you know, not really a big surprise other than that they did start three, and know, so. Um, yeah, and, and I think a lot of people were predicting that, unfortunately. Um, I think Vic Fangio's seat's kind of heating up there. Um, I, I think that organization's kind of just affects a little bit more, so um uh, obviously losing four straight. There was definitely a couple of notable games in there for them. Uh, they just haven't been playing good football. So I think eventually that's got to fall on the head coach because they do have some talent on that team. Oh, definitely. Um, so I guess going across uh, over to the NFC, um, where do you want to start first on the side? Um, I think a good place to division the AFC North. Um, Packers with the three-game lead. Uh, obviously, we're down there at 0-7. Um, but I, I do kind of want to talk about the Rams-Lions game real quick. Um, obviously, that was that was a tough loss for us. Um, uh, we threw everything we had at them. We just still couldn't pull it out. Uh, what did you think of our, our team's performance? Uh, definitely pretty encouraging. Um, you know, that was a game that I was not expecting to be very close uh, at all. I <laughs> was very close to taking the, uh, what was it, like 13 and a half points. Um, yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, so uh, the Rams at, at minus 13 and a half. So um, definitely encouraging. I think our defense is playing better, um, faster. We got some young pieces that, um, you know, uh, will hopefully be a focal point when our team is in contention. Um, but, yeah, it's a still uh, kind of a tough taste after uh, 0-7. Hopefully uh, we get a one win in the next 10. You know, being 0-7 is definitely tough, but I definitely like the fight we've shown. Uh, they seem like they really want to play for this coach. So, um, yeah. Uh, and obviously I think the Packers – I think the Packers are going to run away with this division. Uh, the Vikings sitting there at three and three. Uh, their offense definitely has shown some flashes, and they got a big game this week against Dallas. So uh, maybe they can show something in that. But I think they're going to, you know, struggle down the stretch, and Packers are going to kind of take this division running away. Yeah, I definitely agree there. I don't think there's going to be you know, much of a division race, um, although I think the, the Vikings 
could, uh, you know, make it interesting with a wild card spot. Um, you know, the Bears, I just don't think that they have enough of an offense to, um, you know, really make any kind of push. Um, the defense is good, but um, it's it's embarrassing to watch them every week. They've put up some uh, put up some duds on the offensive side of the ball. Uh, yeah, that that's for sure. Obviously, I think putting up three points against Tampa, um, and yeah, I think Fields had five turnovers overall, three interceptions, a couple fumbles. But I think uh, you know that's a young offense over there. Um, I think they're learning. Um, but that be and their defense is still all right. Uh, I just think that was an offensive struggle game. There wasn't a lot the defense could do, and uh, Tampa's offense is a buzzsaw right now. Um, so, um, but yeah, like you said, I, I do think maybe the Vikings could push for a wild card. Um, they could definitely be in that last wild card spot. I mean, you know, that's definitely not a team you probably want to see um, in the playoffs just with that offense because they do have Delvin Cook, they do got Adam Thielen, Justin Jefferson, and. Uh, on a good day, Kirk Cousins can sling the ball a little bit. So um, I could definitely see your point about them being a team the wild card to watch out for. Yeah, for sure. Um, so then I guess going from north to south, uh, we got the Buccaneers division. Um, you know, I don't think too many surprises here. Um, you know, Tampa, I think they're a sure bet for the top of the division. Uh, the Saints are playing pretty well, which, um, you know, I, I thought they would be in a wild card spot come the end of the season as well. So, um, you know, looking good there. They've had some good games and some not so good games. So still kind of a, one of those teams with a bunch of question marks. Um, and then uh, the Falcons have, have shown some signs, um, you know, doing so. Um you know, encouraging there, but I don't. I don't think they're much of a contender. Um, and then the Panthers, kind of the same thing as Denver, with their three and zero start to uh, four straight losses. Um, you know, Darnold got benched this week, so that's um, definitely not a good sign for that team. Obviously, miss, missing McCaffrey still, but uh, I don't think McCaffrey will completely save the franchise to or, you know to turn it around. So, yeah. And- and that's a good point about the Panthers. I mean, I think even obviously their offense definitely looks better with McCaffrey in there. Um, you know, that's when they got those three wins. So um, he definitely means a lot. Um, they still got Gilmore coming in. So maybe that'll help their defense get a little bit more of a boost. Uh, but that being said, they obviously haven't been playing good football, getting blown out to the Giants of all teams. Um, and like you said, Sam Darnold getting benched. But uh, one thing that actually kind of stood out to me, though, in this division, um, the Falcons quietly just kind of sitting there at three and three um, after the one and three start, uh, like you said, one and two straight. Um, I definitely think with Matt Ryan um, and some of those offensive weapons, that's definitely a team that could give some teams problems down the stretch and kind of, you know, uh, maybe at least push for that wild card a little bit. Um, yeah. Um, and then I guess, uh, you know, like he's talked about the Saints, they, they've shown, like you said, they, we've seen a mixed bag from them. One, one week they look great and they're blowing out the Packers week one. Uh, and, you know, the next week they're struggling to beat, um, you know, the Seahawks. Obviously that was a rainy game, but, uh, you know, it, it's just a weird team. And I think we definitely need to find out more. And they obviously have a big divisional game uh, against the Bucks. Uh, who are a uh, game and a half ahead right now. Um, and they do look good. And, you know, like we mentioned, uh, their offense, no Antonio Brown, no Gronkowski the last couple weeks. And 
Uh, their offense is still rolling. Uh, obviously, Tom Brady's probably making an MVP push right now. So, yeah, that's uh, <laughs> nothing can be said that hasn't already been said. But forty-five years old pushing for an MVP is uh, pretty insane. <laughs> Yeah, and I think if I'm not mistaken, I think they're leading the league in points scored. Um, and obviously, I think their one concern we've talked about it is kind of that pass defense. Um, but they do have that pass rush, so if that pass rush can get there, uh, they can definitely help bank up secondary out. And uh, yeah, uh, that's definitely a team going forward that, you know, defending Super Bowl champs, obviously, uh, they're going to be in the conversation come January. Yeah, for sure. Um, so then I guess a uh, trip out west to a, a pretty loaded division, but um, you know, a little bit of a, a surprise, I guess, um, at least compared to what we were expecting coming into this season with the Cardinals uh, still being undefeated. Um, you know, they got a, a big game this week, so um, we'll see how they hold up. But I'm, uh, I'm thinking they do all right. Um, the Rams, um, you know, nipping at their heels still uh, with their only loss being to the Cardinals. You know, uh, looking great there. Uh, their defense is starting to be a little bit better, um, play a little bit better. Um, and then obviously the offense is um, pretty great. So what are your thoughts there? Yeah, like you said, um, you know, we don't need to keep bashing us for not picking the Cardinals. Um, I think we've done that enough. So, um, but no, they've scored 30 points, six out of the seven games this year. So uh, obviously that offense has been a buzzsaw. Kyler Murray, uh, also another guy in that MVP conversation with the undefeated record. Uh, but like you said, uh, the Rams uh, kind of nicking at their heels. Uh, I do think in a playoff setting, I do think I'd prefer the Rams. Um, I know the Cardinals do have that win, but I just kind of like what I've seen from the Rams more. I, I think their offense is a little bit more explosive. Um, and obviously they do got those big playmakers on defense. Not to say the Cardinals don't. Obviously the guys got they guys got guys like Chandler Jones, JJ Watt. Um, so they definitely got some guys that make that uh, plays on that side. You know, overall, I just kind of like the Rams a little bit more. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and then the bottom of the half, uh, you know, bottom of the half of the division with the 49ers. Um, you know, obviously Grappolo is out a couple of weeks, and I think Trey Lance is still a bit of a raw product. So, um, you know, that probably put a hit on, on a couple of those games. But um, definitely a surprise just with how, you know, explosive that offense could be. Um, obviously Kittle out as well. But um, and then on, on the defensive side of the ball, they're um, quite a bit better. So, um, you know, disappointing from them. And then Seahawks kind of same situation with Wilson being out. Uh, you know, he's – relieve that entire offense for the most part. So, um, you know, obviously he's got some great weapons too, but, um, you know, when he's not in there, that, that team's not the same. So, um, yeah, definitely some disappointing starts to their, their seasons. Uh, yeah, obviously the 49ers playing that monsoon game against the Colts. Um, it kind of sucks they didn't have Trey Lance in that spot. Uh, I think a running quarterback like that, that, that would have been ideal for his skill set. And uh, I think that would have maybe given him the ability to shine and kind of in a light we haven't seen him yet. So I was kind of disappointed there. But overall, you know, I just think they're getting hit with injuries like the last couple of years. Um, I don't know what bad luck they got, but they always seem to have a bad injury bug going around. So, um, you know, sitting there at two and four, um, already, you know, getting four games back here. They're, I think they're going to have a tough time catching those teams down the stretch. Uh, same conversation with the Seahawks, you know, being two and five. 
Um, obviously, Russell going out. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if, uh, you know, they're on the outside looking in and they just got to shut them down the rest of the year. Um, you know, Nona Dubrisker, uh, franchise quarterback. So um, one thing that did stand out to me, um, just thought it was kind of funny, uh, 0-3 uh, at home for the Seahawks. Um, you know, we always talk about their home field advantage and um, it just hasn't been shown so far this year. So, yeah, I just thought that was interesting. Yeah, them and the the Patriots definitely always uh, you know home favorites and um, you know haven't haven't done so well this season. So, um, and then I guess uh, going yeah, to the NFC least, uh, the best for last. <laughs> I um, was going to say the same thing. <laughs> so I, I think we're in agreement uh, when I say uh, the Cowboys are winning this division. Um, uh, the Washington Eagles, Giants, all sitting there at two and five. Uh, out of those teams, uh, who do you got getting second place in this division? <laughs> uh, man, I don't even know. Um, maybe the Giants. Um, I don't know. Maybe that's just recently recency bias. Obviously, coming off of the big win over the Panthers last week. Um, I just, uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't really believe in the other two teams too much. Um, you know, I think Philly has a real chance to lose to the Lions this week, which, um, you know, uh, I, I definitely don't want to go 0-17, but I'd like to sure up the um, one seed, hopefully for a or, you know, 32 seed, I guess, um, for a good pick in the, the draft next year. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I'd, I'd probably have to put it with the Giants if I was putting money on it. Uh, yeah, and I, I would definitely agree with you there. Um, I, I think the Giants have shown the most. Obviously, honestly, uh, Daniel Jones has been playing overall all right this season. Um, I mean, I know that's not the greatest compliment in the world, but uh, what we've seen the last couple of years, um, I don't think the losses have been totally his fault. Uh, defense already uh, given uh, one of the worst defense in the league uh, with points given up. Um, so uh, definitely not getting a lot of help there, but um, I think in that uh, out of all those teams, uh, and they kind of lay up bottom tier. I definitely think they can make some noise, uh, at least um, get into that second place spot. So, yeah, and it's kind of funny. The Washington, who's supposed to, you know, really should have a top five defense, if not top ten, um, and they're sitting with one of the worst points allowed. Um, you know, quite a bit worse than the, the Giants, which is definitely a big surprise and a big reason why they haven't been very good this season at all. Uh, yeah, and obviously Heineke just kind of doesn't look like the guy there. Uh, kind of shown a flash there in that playoff game, but, um, you know, really struggled uh, this game this season and uh, kind of gather up those wins. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I guess what do we got next? Going into just the, the week eight games? Yep, yep, moving ahead. All righty. Um, yeah, so we got the Ravens and Raiders this week on buys. Um, starting off, um, we got Thursday night football. Um, we got the Packers at the Cardinals. Um, unfortunately, the news is Devontae Adams is, um, is, is in COVID protocol. I don't think he's officially been ruled out. I think there's a chance we could see him tomorrow. Um, I really hope we do. But um, that being said, um, with all those, obviously – that's kind of a tough spot to put the Packers in. Uh, who do you got in this game? 
Um, so I guess contingent on him playing, um, I actually have the, the Packers in an upset, um, 32, 28, uh, definitely going to be close. Uh, but, um, you know, I think at some point the Cardinals will have to lose one. Um, and you know, uh, uh, Aaron Rodgers will come in there probably pretty motivated to do just that, uh, you know, deliver their first loss. Um, I think the Packers are a really good team, and um, you know I could definitely see them going thirteen and four, fourteen and three, and losing in the NFC Championship game um, again. But um, yeah, I think they'll pull this one off. Yeah, and I, you know, before the news came out, I definitely was leaving Packers this game on the road. Um, you know, Cardinals in there seven and all. You know, obviously, I think they're kind of get overdue for that loss. Um, but if Adams in, uh, doesn't play, and I think it also came out that Lazard may have it too, um, and maybe the defensive coordinator. If that does, if Devontae Adams isn't there, obviously Aaron Rodgers is amazing and he can pull off some superhuman stuff, but um, they don't have their best offensive weapon. I think I got to lean Cardinals 31 um, 21. Uh, but, you know, like I said, I'd definitely just swap that around. Uh, maybe from the Cardinals some more if Devontae Adams is in the lineup. Yeah, for sure. Definitely going to come down to, um, you know, probably just before the game tomorrow. So we'll know more then. Um, so then I guess going into uh, the next one, we got the the Titans at the Colts. Uh, which one are you feeling in this? Uh, you know, we talked about this game earlier. Um, this is a big game. Uh, you know, what kind of the divisional gap there is right now. Um, that's where I'm taking the Colts 24-21. Uh, they're at home. Um I just really liked what I've seen from the last couple of weeks. They don't play the prettiest brand of football, but, you know, Jonathan Taylor, um, you know, he's a really one of the better running backs in the league at this point. Um, and, you know, he just really helps to move those chains. So, um, obviously, the Titans got Derrick Henry, who's the best chain mover in the league. So, uh, but I do think this game is going to be close. Um, but I would lean Colts. Okay. Um, I actually went uh, the other route in this one. Um, I think the – well, I pretty much agree with everything you say. The Colts have been playing really well, um, and I, I think they got a good shot in this one. And, you know, obviously division games are always um, – you know, not always close, I guess, necessarily, but a lot of the times played closer than, um, you know, their, their record indicates. So uh, – but I think I, I had the Titans in this one 30-23. to 23. Um, I think they're just going to go in there and – play like they have the last couple of weeks over, you know, getting big wins over big opponents um, and, uh, you know, kind of widen that gap in the division. Yeah, and that's kind of what it comes down to for me. Obviously, the Titans have been playing great getting those wins over the Bills and the Chiefs back-to-back weeks. Um, and A.J. Brown seems to kind of finally wanted to come into the NFL, NFL season here. So, um but that being said, I just think with that gap there, I think the Colts are going to want it a little bit more. But that being said, I can definitely see it going the Titans' way. So, tough one. Toss up. Yep, definitely. Um, um, but moving on, uh, we got the Steelers at the Browns. Obviously, there's some health question marks. Questionable. Baker's questionable. Um, but the Steelers are the Steelers. Who do you got in this one? Um... I went with uh, – I lean a little bit more of the Browns just because, um, you know, I, I don't believe enough in the Steelers. 
Um, probably won't be a whole lot of points. None of these, neither of these offenses have been really clicking as of late. Obviously, you know, Browns having a bunch of injuries has um, you know, been the reason why for them. But, um, you know, I had it uh, Browns 23, Steelers 17. Um, you know, I still think they can, you know, use their defense to create some takeaways and, um, you know, end up kind of going up late in a pretty close game against the Steelers. Uh, yeah, I, and I would definitely tend to agree with you there. I, you know, obviously with the house question marks, uh, I think if it's Case Keenum's in there or not, uh, I think I would take the Browns in this one. Uh, the game for me is going to come down to that um, the Cleveland running attack versus that Pittsburgh defense. Obviously, Pittsburgh's defense is one of the best in the league. Uh, but at the end of the day, I just don't think that offense on the other side is going to be able to do enough to get the job done for him. So uh, I'm taking the Browns, uh, like you said, low scoring, 21-17. Yeah, gotcha. Um, so the, did you want to talk about the Lions game? Did you have that on, on there? Yeah, I, I did because uh, I'm taking the Lions 24-23, Kyle. Dan Campbell's getting his first win. You heard it here first. Um the Eagles team hasn't been playing so well the last couple of weeks. And, I'm, you know, this Lions team just – we're due a win. You know, how, how many times can this stuff just line up? Uh, you know, one win, uh, you know, we're at home. Um, I kind of like it here. So, uh, you know, like I said, Lions 24-23. And uh, we will be talking about this game later. I'll just uh, leave it at <laughs> Um. Shoot, I don't know. Um, uh, this is definitely one of our best shots to win a game, you know, for the next little while after this. Our schedule gets pretty tough again. So, um, you know, if they're going to do it, definitely better sooner than later. But it's really tough to pick them. We we really aren't that good. Golf is not very good at all. Um, but neither is the Philadelphia defense. So, um I don't know, man. 20-21-17. I guess I'll go with the Lions, but that's a very, very, very unconfident pick. Against uh, two bad teams, so uh, <laughs> uh, we can move on to a game that actually matters. So uh, we got the Pats at the Chargers. Uh, who do you got in this one? Um, yes, yeah, so this is definitely going to be um, a game to watch this week. Um I think uh, the Chargers coming off their bye probably going to probably going to win. Um, I have them up twenty seven twenty three. Um, you know, obviously the Pats put put up a lot of points last week, but it's uh, it was the Jets and the Chargers are a lot better on that side of the ball. Um, and I, you know, I don't think that's going to be anywhere close to a blowout this week. So, um, you know, I, I think the Chargers and, and Herbert will do just enough at the end to, to top. Jones, um, although he has looked really well, uh, really good, um, you know, especially last week. So um, exciting. Uh, excited to watch two young quarterbacks uh, go at it. But um, I think the Chargers come out on top of this one. Um, I think I agree with you for the most part. Uh, I think this is going to be a close game. Um, but I do think I'm leaning Pats here, 31 28. Um, that being said, uh, it is a tough call, you know, Chargers coming off that bye week, but I, I think this New England offense, you know, I know that it's just the Jets, but to put up 52 points against any NFL defense is impressive. Um, and this Chargers run defense, you know, would they show against that Ravens game that they're not the best? Um, and I do think that the Pats are a team that could take advantage of that rushing 
a defense, you know, with the guys like Damian Harris. Um, and, you know, Josh McDaniels has shown an ability over the years to kind of have a good game plan. So uh, I kind of like the Pats in this spot, um, you know, get eking that, out that win on the road. Yeah, I can see that, um, you know, especially with the Pats playing a lot better on the road this year than at home. Um, you know, a good candidate for a, an upset pick there. But um, and then uh, I guess next going into a game that we – uh, kind of touched on a little bit uh, before the Pats, or not, not the Pats, uh, <laughs> the Bucks at the Saints. Um, what are your thoughts on this one? Uh, I got the Bucks. Um, I, th- I think they're going to keep on rolling. You know, like we said, I, I don't know where we're getting from the Saints team week to week. Um, and you know, and they definitely haven't beat the team on the Bucks um, caliber. Uh, you know, obviously getting that week one again, one week one win against the Packers. Um, was a pretty impressive win. But it was week one. Uh, obviously, I think we've seen a different Packers team over the last couple weeks. So, um, you know, obviously the Saints could go out there and prove me wrong. Um, I think this is going to be a high-scoring one. Uh, you know, uh, with that secondary being a little banged up, I, th- I think uh, Sean Payne's going to have a good game plan, but Tom Brady and that team is just going to have a better one. Uh, so I got the Bucks 35-31. Yeah, I had a, a little bit wider than you did. Uh, I got the Bucks thirty-five to twenty-five. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just the 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 defense has been the bright spot uh, so far of the Saints this year. Um, you know, they uh, one of the the top defenses in points allowed. Um, but uh, I think the the bright sides uh, kind of stop there. Um, I don't think um, not really. We haven't really gotten what we've expected um, out of Jameis this year, just, you know, being able to sling it all over the field, and, you know, big play after big play with, you know, big, um, you know, mistakes as well. Um, he's kind of limited the the mistakes, but, he, you know, just really hasn't blown the top off of defenses. Um, obviously, without Michael uh, Thomas, that uh, becomes a lot harder to do. But, um, yeah, I just don't think they'll have enough to keep up with the Bucks. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I think you said it you know, yourself, and I think if Michael Thomas was playing, this might be it's a little different of a conversation. Uh, but we need to see him back first and uh, kind of see what they look like. So, uh, you know, like we both said, Bucks here. I, I like them in this spot. Um, but moving forward, I I kind of do like this good Sunday night football game. Uh, we got the Cowboys coming off the bye week, traveling up to Minnesota. Uh, who do you got in this one? Um, this is one I definitely went back and forth with, um, but I, I kind of hate to say it. Um, I think that Cowboys, uh, rattle off another win. Um, they're very, very close to being undefeated this season with their only loss being that week one, um, they get, you know, good game against the Bucks. So, um, not a, a Cowboys fan by any means, but, uh, I think they'll win something like 31, 24, um, that offense and their, you know, emerging defense, um, I think is, is going to be enough to just I guess more uh, out talent the the Vikings um you know Cousins has a kind of a bad rap for not winning in these games and uh, I think it'll be a another loss on his belt uh yeah and I, I kind of agree with everything you just said right there um I think this offense um is one of the best in the league obviously um and not to coming off the bye week I think they're going to be uh, rested they're going to be healthy um, and I think they're going to have a good game plan to attack this Vikings defense. Uh, I do think their offense on the other side is going to get some points, uh, but I do think uh, some of those Cowboys playmakers are going to make enough plays. Uh, I got the Cowboys 35-27. to 27. Um, 
we don't need to spend much time uh, on the Monday night football game. Um, we got the Giants at the Chiefs. Um, I just really wanted to ask you, uh, do you think the Chiefs bounce back this week and get a win against the Giants, or you got the Giants on the upset? Um, no. Um, I don't know. It's, just, it's pretty tough to bet against the Chiefs, um, especially with such a lowly opponent. Um, yeah, I, I don't think they'll blow them out necessarily, but I think they will bounce back something like 24-17. Um, I would just uh, be very, very shocked. Yeah, if, it's if a stay won. away on the betting-wise. Stay away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I, I kind of agree with your score. Uh, I got a little bit wider margin, 28-17. Um, you know, I think the Chiefs kind of got to use this as a get-right game. Um, you know, maybe try some stuff out um, against the Giants team. Um, but that being said, they definitely got to, you know, you know, like I mentioned earlier, being under 500. So they got to get started against some wins here. Yeah, definitely. Um, uh, but moving on, uh, we got our bet of the week. Uh, currently, Kyle's up to $230 in winnings. Uh, I am at 226 just $4 behind. Uh, what is your first bet this week or if you uh, only have one or Whatever. Um, yeah, actually, I, I did just have one uh, this week. Um, I picked, um, you know, going with the game that we already talked about, um, I picked the Titans money line. Uh, it's plus 100, about 100 to win 200. Um, you know, I, I just, I don't know, I think the Titans will, will roll in this one, and I think those are pretty good odds for it. Um, so I did do a little bit weird split up. Um, I mentioned we'll be talking about the Lions game uh, later. Uh, I'm taking the Lions plus 160 on the money line, uh, $75 to 195. Um, you know, like I said, I think this is a good spot for us to get that first win. Um, I think this team's kind of n- looking ahead of the schedule. Um, you know, they're going to start running out of. Uh, so, uh, I think this is kind of another kitchen sink game for us. Uh, try to go out there and get the win. Uh, so that's why I like that. So 75 to win 195. Um, and then I got the Cowboys minus three over the Vikings. At minus 105, uh, just 25 to 149. Um, you know, that's just in case because we are the Lions. So, um, you know, maybe I can money and not have it a total loss week. So, yeah, salvage a little bit. Um, yeah, I've been learning to stay away from the Lions in any capacity um, as far as betting goes. Um, yeah, but it's, it's probably, if, it's if probably for the better. It, but uh, if you're going to pick it, we're riding. Pick it yep, we're riding. So, uh, but we will be back next week. Uh, we're going to have our midseason awards. Uh, I'm excited. We got basketball going. Uh, hopefully, we get to see Cade play this weekend. Um, any thoughts before we get out of here, Kyle? Um, no, not necessarily. Um, definitely go Braves. Um, don't want to see the Astros win again. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, go Red Wings. Go Pistons. Yep. See you guys next week. Yep. See you guys later.